You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and burn your manual. This book that defines our expectations of self, but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, my friends. Today is the day that we are going to talk about loving all the parts of yourself. You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast, and I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD. Now, I didn't set out to do this episode, but after last week's episode about love languages and the week that I had had this week, it became the right episode to do. So part of coaching is recognizing all of your parts and embracing them. It doesn't mean that we don't continue to grow and learn and strive for evolution. But often there are parts of ourselves that we don't love. And quite the opposite, we judge that part and we hide it. And when we do that, there are so many problems born out of not loving a part of yourself And so I am going to reveal a part of myself not previously shared that I think will highlight this complex issue. I never wanted to be a mother. Hell, I never really wanted to be married. Did the little girl part of me think about marriage and babies when I was young? Absolutely. But honestly, in my adulthood, that just was not on my radar. I had career dreams and life dreams, and they didn't hinge upon finding a partner. But here's what happened. I found a partner, my husband, Ryan. And kids were a big deal for him. And it ended up that having kids became more appealing when paired with him. And it really was an important desire for him. So here's what happened. Ryan was ready to have kids several years before I was. And I kept putting it off every year. Every year there was something else that some reason why I thought that we should delay. So I did finally give in and then I was really impatient and ready to sort of get it over with, like get this journey started. And of course, what ended up happening was that I wasn't a fertile myrtle. Then I had very complicated pregnancies, both of them, 
And I felt guilty for not being able to keep them safe when I was pregnant. And then sort of guilty that I hadn't really wanted them. And then guilty that I had had them and ruined our lives. Now, I did have postpartum with the first one anyways. But that's not all of it. So here is the part of me that was hidden for so long. Here I sit, the mother of a six and a nine-year-old. And there is a part of me that doesn't love being a mother. For a really long time, I kept that hidden. I would have never owned it. And in hiding it, I didn't validate that part of myself, right? Me not loving being a mother, some part of me, that doesn't mean that I don't love my kids. But I used to make that mean that I couldn't actually say it because A, I was sure people would think I was a bad person. But let's remind ourselves what other people's opinions really are. If we believe those opinions, they're really just our internal opinions. And I'm going to tell you, I thought I was a horrible person because there was a part of me that didn't love being a mother. I didn't tell people because I was ashamed. What kind of mother doesn't like being a mother, even in some sort of small part? I had this weird superstitious feeling that if I ever actually uttered it, that somehow the universe would feel that I was ungrateful and like my kids would somehow be taken from me. So again, you can see I really, really loved my kids and couldn't imagine my world without them, but didn't change the fact that there was a part of me And still is a part of me that doesn't love being a mother. So what I did was this. That part of me, I pushed down deep inside of me. And I tried to pretend that it didn't exist. I'm going to tell you, that was a bad idea. Here's why. Anybody who's a parent knows that when you have a child and especially your first child, it rocks your world. You're sort of grieving yourself in the life you had and adjusting to the life you now have, which comes with a lot of wonderful blessings, but with some loss in there as well. You start to self-sacrifice so much more than you probably did before. Your time is not your own, and... There is a loss of individualism in the beginning, especially. Now, maybe some of you didn't have that experience, but that was mine. So as I went down this road of being a mother and demoting my own self-care in service of my child's, That part of me that didn't love being a mother 
grew a lot of resentment because I was not allowing her to be a part. I pushed her away. I tried to pretend she wasn't there, but it never worked, right? It was always simmering under the surface. And so I harbored a lot of judgment towards myself. The fact that there was a part of me that didn't want to be a mother, I equated to me being a bad mother, which really just drips with shame, right? So ultimately, I was ashamed that there was a part of me that didn't love being a mother and that was struggling to update the vision of her life incorporating the kids that she now had. And you know what happens when you have a feeling that you don't like, such a shame. You react, try to avoid, or allow. And let me be real. There was no part of me that knew how to allow shame at that time. So I tried to deny it. I tried everything I possibly could to make it go away. And it just didn't. So here's where I am now. I recognize that there is this part of me that doesn't love being a mother. And I don't have resentment towards my children at this point. Why do I not have resentment about my children? Well, I I don't feel shame anymore. Shame is something that breeds in secrecy. We hide it. We don't talk about it. But in owning your story, the shame lessens. The shame goes away. That part of me that dreamt a particular life with a very specific vision still lives in there and has its place in my life. I can meet her where she is and figure out how to incorporate elements in the current vision that includes my kids. I don't have to pretend she's not there because I get to choose what she means. That part of me used to mean that I thought I was a bad person, that I thought I was a bad mother, that I thought I was not deserving of my children, that I was unworthy of their love. And I was a giant perfectionist at that time, so obviously I wasn't doing it perfectly. By not owning my story, I very clearly believed that others would deem me unworthy. But here's the thing, I had already decided that for myself. Now she is a remnant of the past and a part that I can love with or without kids. When I increase my own capacity to love myself, I will increase my capacity to love my children. I used to think that this part of me made me less lovable. But if you remember, we're 
100% infinitely lovable at birth. It's not negotiable. So I can meet this part and love it without impacting my lovability. And if I meet this part of myself and love it, then my capacity to love myself is higher. And I do truly believe the hardest person to love is yourself. And if you can figure out how to maximize your capacity to love yourself, what you can bring to love someone else is just exponentially that much more. This isn't the only part of me that I have struggled to own. There is a part of me that doesn't love being a doctor. And that was really hard to own because I had worked so hard for this. I had dreamt of it. I wanted to serve. And so when I recognized that my wellness was being negatively impacted and that I needed to work on my boundaries and change the way I functioned within medicine, I totally beat myself up for that. And so that part that didn't love medicine, I tried to silence it. I tried to make it go away. I did not love that part of myself. The more I ignored it, the worse I felt. The more shame I carried, the more I hurt, the more miserable I became. When I would have that day at work, when it was just horrible. I had had really disgruntled patients that were mean and disrespectful and didn't seem to appreciate how hard I was working to try to care for them. That was the time when this part of me that didn't love being a doctor would just become like a cancerous mass and would grow exponentially inside of me, right? The more disgruntled I became that day, the more this part of me popped up that was like, I don't want to do this. This is bullshit. And so then all of a sudden, the shame that washed over me was so potent and strong. I had been keeping it at bay, but in that moment, I was activated and the shame came with abundance. What if someone finds out that a part of me doesn't want to be a doctor? Will they think that my medical care isn't as good just because there's a part of me that is suffering in this role? I used to think so. And I had the same thought about parenting. If someone knew that I didn't love this to some extent, would they question my ability to mother? In reality, I was asking myself that question. Am I a good mother, even when a part of me doesn't love it? So I'm going to tell you a recent example. My older child, as I have said, is a bit neurodivergent and highly sensitive. And we have our amazing days and our absolutely horrible days. And then there's some in between. But I'm telling you, 
the spectrum is pretty wide swinging. So, for whatever reason, he decides to call me a shithead. And let me be clear, I'm sure you can tell that profanity is not exactly a sensitive point for me. However, I'm not a fan of name calling. And I am not trying to teach my children profanity that they are unable to edit at school. So him calling me that was a very active attempt to hurt me. Like, I can just tell you that. He knows what it means to me to name call and then to name call with profanity. I was so activated. I mean, I... The rage that swept up in me was all-encompassing. So he went to his room and I went to my room because I needed some time to process this. And so what I came to in that processing time, I went through the entire process of going through the thoughts and emotions that I'd had previously. So those were, I wasn't home enough. My kid did this because I'm not a good mother. And I'm not a good mother because there's secretly a part of me that doesn't love it. Now, I think we can see right now that that's just horseshit. That's just some like birds that flew out of my brain, but they felt really real and correct in the moment. I had to pause to give myself the chance for my stress hormones to normalize and to be able to think more clearly about this. If I had not done that, I would not have shown up the mother that my child needed. Right, I would have been acting from a place where I wholeheartedly believed that me being called a shithead was all about whether I was a good mom or not, and I wasn't because there was a part of me that didn't love being a mom. Again, that's, that's just totally wackadoo. So I paused, and I let my stress hormones come back to normal. And I really thought about it and had to address that part of me, you know, because the part of me that doesn't love being a mom is like, see, this was a bad idea. I told you so. But this me being called a shithead was not evidence that being a mom is a bad idea. It was just me being called a shithead. Like, that's it. And in that moment, I was able to love the part of me that wasn't loving that moment, that wasn't loving being a mom. And in increasing my own capacity to love myself and all of the parts, I was able to show up for my child in the way I wanted to with an increased capacity to love him where he was, which just happened to be in calling me a shithead zone. So this is why we want to solve this. We want to figure out how to love all of the parts of ourselves. 
because our capacity to love ourself grows when we do. And then our capacity to love others grows even more. In learning to love all the parts of myself, I have seen I have to validate those parts when they're present at the same time as something else. And I have to love them without shame, without judgment, and recognize that I am whole and worthy with those parts. As you can see, one of the greatest obstacles you may face is coming across one of those moments where that part of you uses whatever the circumstance is to convince you that it was a bad idea, right? Like when my kid calls me a shithead, that part of me is like, see, motherhood sucks. Like, this is a horrible idea. Those are the moments that you really have to meet yourself where you are and offer yourself love and compassion, even when that is what that part is saying. So triggering is going to happen, or activating as they say. And you make a plan for how you're going to deal with those moments. So how do we love all of our parts? Well, first we have to take stock of what our parts are. And second, we have to allow those parts to be there and not make them mean that we're bad people or unworthy or that we feel shame. And shame is really a big one here. If there is a part of you that you're trying to hide Odds are you're experiencing shame as a feeling. And here's what I have to say about that. Own your story. You don't have to tell everybody. You don't have to be me shouting it on a podcast that there's a part of me that doesn't love being a mother and there's a part of me that doesn't love being a doctor. Find your safe people. The people who will meet you where you are and listen and be a support Because shame goes away when you own your story. It breeds in secrecy. So if you want to snuff it out, expose it. And expose it to people that you feel safe with. Learn to love all of your parts. Validate all of your parts. For in that, your capacity to love yourself grows, and you model that capacity to those around you. That is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope that you all have a wonderful Monday. And as always, if this episode resonated with you, I would really appreciate you leaving a review, subscribing to the podcast, so that we can get the message out. Are you ready? to start making progress, forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.